G'day and welcome back to another episode of Pot on You Loons. I'm James. Pot on You Loons. I'm Justin. Pot on You Loons. This is Sam. James, we put your name on top of the list because England is in the Euro 2020 final and you open it up with a good day. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> learned how to say good day in another part of the world. True. But, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like throw it like too thickly over the the rest of the podcast, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to keep it chill. If there's something about English people, we don't want to, we don't want to have hope. (laughs) It's way worse when we lose. (laughs) That's how Minnesotans are too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We, 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 we're familiar with that a little bit, James. Yeah. Aren't the, uh, speaking, aren't the Bucks doing all right? Oh no, the Bucks are next door. Never mind. I mean, but uh, I am they're not they're sure, down right? a game. It's it's they're, one nothing. Yeah, they they're they're gonna lose one. the series, Sam. They're not gonna win. Dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we piling on the Bucks right now? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that I forgot that Wisconsin, you know, it's close enough. Sam's like Wisconsin needs this. Wisconsin <laughs> is so starved of talent in their sports teams. They need this. What? No, they don't. What other sports teams do they have? The Packers. That's all that really matters. Yeah, they got Milwaukee the, the Brewers. Have the Brewers been ever ever been good? They won in like seventy nine or something like that, right? Are the Brewers baseball. The yeah. Brewers are baseball. So the last time, Brewers so the last right time a World Series title was won in Milwaukee was actually the Milwaukee Braves, and that was in the fifties. Oh, was Hank Aaron on that team? He was, and. I think the best season that the Brewers had was they lost a highly competitive World Series, I think, in 82. Yeah, they won an AL pennant in 82. Yep. Mm. They were AL? They were AL. So the Braves were a National League team. And when the Brewers became a thing, they were AL. And it was around when I was in maybe middle school, like either late 90s or early 2000s. They switched back to being hmm. National League. Because that's, well, that's not- definitely something why there's like there's there's like no there's no rivalry between Wisconsin and Minnesota sports in baseball or basketball because they're not in the same. They're not even in the same conference, you know, right. like for so which is crazy. Right. So like the only. The only rivalry we really have is football because they're in the same division, right? I, yeah. I've always wished that they would find a way to make it so they play each other again, like consistently. Just get in the same conference. That would be so cool. For the Bucks and the Brewers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Brewers are uh, leading NL Central by six games. Yeah, it's a terrible division. Ooh. Okay. It's almost <laughs> as bad as the AL Central, which is where the Twins are floundering in last place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you you told me that the twins were good. There's a, they there's, were good. They were a good. James. I don't, somewhere I where don't you know told me that they were going to win. I mean, they, now they won the 15, division. They won fifteen yeah. and a half games behind. It's bad. <laughs> if you can't pitch, you're going to lose. Like the pitch, it's all about pitching, and their pitching's been trash this year. I mean, hey, trash. you got the Orioles, so you got that Justin, kind of the Do you still backs. follow? Justin, do you still follow our LG twins that we got into during quarantine? <laughs> oh yeah, I, 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 I'm guessing the people at home that are listening probably know that we're not gonna we're not gonna talk too much about the loons today with the way this podcast is going. No. 
Uh, no, Start I how don't. we mean to finish. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be. I'm, I don't, don't think I'm going to be getting up at 3 a.m. Uh, to watch games. That, yeah, I, I do think I will continue my fandom of, of Bruce Dortmund, though. I think I'll continue to watch the Bundesliga. Yeah, good. That'll be that'll be the that'll be the quarantine uh, sport that I will con- or like team. Excuse me, that I'll continue to follow. I think. Well, I mean, we're about to get a whole bunch of money. Are we? Because we're going to sell Jaden Sancho for like seventy million. Who's you know bench sitting during the Euros? <laughs> The guy Maybe like- you'll sell another player. Maybe uh, to a team in London. They're gonna wait. They're gonna let him wait one more year and be be like 200, 200 million pounds or something. Sure. I mean, seventy four million pounds. But having said that, I uh, talking about uh, not going on the not going on about this podcast. I woke up to uh, one hundred and fifty eight messages and a loss. <laughs> yep. Uh, that and- was our WhatsApp. That was our WhatsApp for everyone listening at home. We have a we have a group, group WhatsApp, WhatsApp, which usually ends up being Sam reading 200 messages about Justin and I watching a Euros game. I mean, which, that's what it's been lately. That's yeah. what it's been lately. It's Whereas been I work up to 158 messages, and the last of them was, we'll, we'll just talk about the Euros. Justin's like, I can talk about the UP, and we can talk about a bachelor party. And that's about where I was like, Okay, as I'm scrolling back up, I realize this probably was not a good game. <laughs> and the push notification of 2-0 was not helpful either. How was the UP, Justin? Oh, man, it was so Tell good. Tell us about the UP, Justin. We have a new listener in Pennsylvania. Yeah, shout out Pennsylvania Loons. Is that what it was or something like that? Oh, my gosh. Loonsylvania might Ooh, be. nice. That's oh, even that's, better. Oh, that's class. If you guys Jump. haven't followed him yet... You should. He he. Basically, what he did was he created a Twitter account and he said, "I'm I'm looking for an MLS team to follow." And then he was just taking suggestions and narrowing teams down. And he starts chopping teams off, and it gets oh yeah, to, gets to like the final four. And then the Minnesota United Twitter account, like I think the Minnesota United Twitter account followed him or something to get him to latch onto the loon. So he did. I saw he, he already actually, has a jersey. He actually like did it. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I was following that guy. I was like, oh, please pick us. Well, and he PA Loon to our last episode, Justin, because that's how I know. Right. That- he he. What did he say? He he asked. He you mentioned a place that he's been. Well, yeah. So I said that you are in the UP, <laughs> and I said I've never been, and he just messaged saying, "Oh, you got to go to the UP. It's amazing." So I was like, oh, he must have been listening or. So he tweeted today that mercifully this arrived today and did not have to endure last night and a picture of the jersey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has. A, he already has a jersey. So is it is his handle Loonsylvania? Yeah. L- Loonsylvania. That's great. Shout uh, out Loonsylvania. Yeah. The, the, the Upper Peninsula was fantastic. We we spent uh, a night in Duluth, which is one of our favorite towns in Minnesota. Uh, we got a chance to go to our uh, our favorite distillery, Vikra. Shout out Vikra Distillery and have some nice cocktails and had a great time in Duluth. And then we we went to Bayfield, Wisconsin for a day. I don't know if, Sam, have you ever gone to Bayfield? I have. It's been a while, but yeah. Super fun. Just, you know, a little harbor town just with some cool sights. And then we made our way over to, I can't, it was a Keweenaw Peninsula of the Upper Peninsula. It's like 
the northest most point of the upper peninsula if you look at it, it kind of looks like a shark's fin it's also like the western you know the western part of of the upper peninsula so easier for us to drive to and we went to a couple different cool places we went to the porcupine state forest or state park we saw this beautiful thing called the uh lake of the clouds so if you google lake of the clouds you'll see it it's super cool this lake that's just in the middle of a bunch of trees up in the mountains uh, we kayaked in Copper Harbor, which is the northest part of that fin. It's the northest most part of Michigan. Uh, we did sea kayaking. So we actually got onto Lake Superior and got to deal with some wind a little bit. Just a beautiful of way of seeing the seeing nature and getting to see the trees. Lots of trees in the Upper Peninsula. If you like trees, go to the Upper Peninsula, people. I'm saying it right now. Dude, it's got a lot of those trees. It looks good. Yeah. Lake what of are you the Clouds at? looks amazing. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Oh, super cool. There's like an official photo, like photography shot too with like the sunrise and that looks mad. Yeah. Also, uh, also uh, Loon Sylvania tweeted, uh, fortunately for me, life as an Eagles fan is outstanding preparation for disappointment, one amazing season, and then immediately back for disappointment. <laughs> 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 Man, I would take that. I would take that, Lunsylvania. I would take that in a heartbeat because being a Minnesota sports fan, and and like you talk about Eagles fandom, man, your Eagles are one of the reasons for one of my heartaches, man. But we had the miracle. The miracle. The miracle was our Super Bowl that season. That was an epic moment where where it always goes doesn't go again doesn't go our way, and it did that time. So, yeah. But the the trip was great. Just a wonderful time. Nice recharge. And get to see some some beautiful nature. So I'm excited for it. And it was just nice to travel again and go on a trip. Uh, this pandemic has obviously made that tough. So uh, it was good to do that. Also, he listens to Wonderwall a lot. So respect. Okay. Good jam. Good jam. Yeah. What? So Sam, you got to tell us about this bachelor party. Oh, I'm, I mean, we'll save that for next episode. Glory days. Don't I am let going... pass you by glory days. <laughs> I am going to a bachelor party on Saturday morning in my college town of Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which has just really gotten very cool since I left college about over 10 years ago now. I was class of 2010, go blue golds. And yeah, like one of my, one of my buddies, he, he's getting married. So he's having his bachelor party in Eau Claire. We're going to get there. Right around like 11 o'clock, we're going to go floating down the Chippewa River, kind of floating through the downtown area, through through the campus area. We're going to probably hit up some breweries, go out for dinner, and then maybe visit some of our old stomping grounds. And like what I will tell you is while I am floating at 11 a.m., I will be drinking LaCroix, okay? <laughs> which, is, which is a <laughs> seltzer water that doesn't have any alcohol in it. It's just water with some fizz. That is what I will be doing because I want to make it to at least 10 o'clock PM. I have a feeling it's, it's not responsible. It's smart because I have a feeling that the people that are not drinking LaCroix while floating down the Chippewa river at 11 o'clock AM, I have a feeling that they're going to struggle through dinner and go back to the hotel and fall asleep. So that is my plan. 
you've got it all worked out on a whiteboard with like a graph of like alcohol versus time, <laughs> like time available for a night out. No, no, I'm just I'm it. 33 and I'm smart. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was like m- most of our conversation, James. That's most of the yeah. messages were us just talking about how difficult it would be to to do what we would do in the past, whether it was college or even like younger bachelor parties, man, well, day keg, drinking. The oh. keg thing, you know? So I, I don't want to have anything to drink before we get to the breweries because I want to enjoy the breweries. And let's be frank, just going to a couple of breweries in the late afternoon and then going out after already, right? Already that is way more than I've done probably <laughs> since my wedding in 2017. So like already, is there a scheduled nap time, Sam? I feel <laughs> like you guys should have a scheduled nap time. It's the that would be smart, right? Like that would be smart. <laughs> but like anytime someone schedules a bachelor party, they're like, let's go balls to the wall. And they forget. <laughs> right? It's a short wall. <laughs> right. They forget that they can't do that anymore everyone wants to relive their glory days. So like everyone's going to be like, let's do shots or they're going to be icing each other or whatnot. And then they're going to start crashing right after dinner. Right. What, no. what did you say, Sam? The guy that the, didn't you say that the guy that the bachelor party is for was like the, one of the, like the earliest people to tap out at your bachelor party. I mean, I feel bad making fun of the groom <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Why are you leaning into it now? But yes, at my bachelor party. So my bachelor party was not an all weekend bachelor party. It was just a Saturday bachelor party. Disappointing. It was in Madison. We went paintballing relatively early in the morning. And he traveled down with another one of our friends early and stayed with my friend's parents on Friday night. And the groom our other friend who happens to be his best man and our other friend's parents, they, I guess, had a very good night. So the groom that I am going to his bachelor party for, he was so hungover at my bachelor party that he couldn't really even paintball. And I don't even think he went out with us that night. I think he just went back to the hotel. Poor form. Poor form. Also, I like there's some, there's one thing I didn't understand. and I can't remember if you guys have explained this before, but what's icing? So Ooh, icing. So like it's I know basically Schmirnoff makes these Schmirnoff makes these uh, <laughs> they kind of taste like a really sugary sprite, but they're alcoholic. Yeah, it's like Schmirnoff like ice, like there's red and there's black. Yes, they're Schmirnoff ices. That's yeah. what icing yeah. is. Yeah. The Schmirnoff ice. So you get your friend to grab one without noticing, or like you hide one on them and they like open a cupboard <laughs> and they see it right there. And then they have to get down on one knee and chug. Okay. So yeah, it's usually like you're you're like, oh hey, can you check underneath that rock? And then there's a there's a there's a bottle waiting for them. Or I've seen some people be like some I've seen some people like take their like baby carriage and be like, Oh yeah, go just go check out the baby and like they'll pull up like the (laughs) the blanket and there'll just no baby. Or or there will be a baby and there will be an ice in the lap ready to be taken. Does it have to be so it's only one bottle, right? Yeah. You you can't multi-bottle them. So best icing I've ever seen. Okay. And part of it is, is that the person who did this 
doesn't seem like the type of person that's iced many people. So the fact that she has the all-time greatest ice ever, I, I wish you wife? guys knew her. It's not my wife. No, it's one of my best friends from high school, his wife. But his college buddies, they were very into icing, which was very apparent at his wedding because they were icing people all over the place. <laughs> yep. Classic. He's doing, right, there's that weird wedding tradition where the guy takes off the garter and then the girl throws, or no, then the guy throws it to all the groom, all the, all the dudes, right? They take off Please. the garter. So Please he, he goes under her dress and she has strapped to her leg. Yes. You're not ice. Yes. <laughs> and you That's see fantastic. him. You see him pause, right? Like he's trying to think like, <laughs> if I just pretend that I didn't see it, do I have to do it? But like at this point, like we're talking seconds, right? He's not supposed to be under there that long. People are starting to feel really awkward if they don't know what's going on. We all knew what was coming, but everyone else was feeling awkward. So finally he comes out from under the dress. He has the Smirnoff ice and he gets down on one knee and he chugs that thing in front of all of his friends and family. It was great. Isn't he already at one knee at that point? He already put a ring on it. No, I mean, like to take the garter off are you not already on what? I don't know how this works. Clearly. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just standing up doing it. (laughs) We didn't do the garter at my wedding. Justin, did you do the garter in uh, your wedding? No. Nah. That's not really the thing. Did you guys do the shoe game? That's a popular wedding one. No. We didn't didn't really do anything like that. There's also like the dollar dance is a thing. Did you guys do the dollar dance, Sam? We didn't dollar dance. What's a dollar dance? It's like where... You get a dollar for every, I don't know, like minute of dancing with someone. So like the, the bride and groom are on the dance floor and then there's someone that's like the gatekeeper and then you bring up your dollars to get the dance with the bride and groom like one on one, whatever. Right. Maybe it's just my family does it, but we didn't do it. And there were like people that were like super disappointed. Like one of one of my cousins is like, what am I going to do with my seven dollar bills? I'm like, you can just put it in the. You just put it in the 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 gift box. Sorry, guy. <laughs> oh man, that was, the American has a great vending machine. <laughs> it's so <laughs> awkward. Oh dear. Should we uh, should we get into some news after twenty do minutes? Wa- do you want to? I mean, the U.S. women's national team are winning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like so they- Friday. Crunch Mexico 4-0. Have a weekend to relax. Monday, crunch Mexico 4-0 again. Easy life. Continue on as per. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just like they're just smashing it, obviously, uh, because they're like the US women's national team and they're fantastic. But the they Olympics also, will be fun for sure. Yeah, they haven't uh they haven't conceded a goal since seven games ago when they've conceded one. In fact, they've only conceded two goals since the Women's World Cup semi-final in July 2019. So they've conceded two goals in the last two years. I mean, one of those years was COVID, so. True, but they still played, you know, know. seven, eight, nine games a year. Come on. Come on, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing over there? 
<laughs> just bask in the greatness, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what I was. You naysayer? Are you another one of the naysayers, Sam? <laughs> I love the U.S. Women's National Team. God, this guy. I'm all about Rose Lavelle. I'm all about putting 13 past Thailand and then getting shit for it. <laughs> hey, we don't want to get that. James, watch yeah, the language, James. buddy. <laughs> You're getting a, we're riding a little too loose right now, James. A little too loose. It's coming home. I'm sorry. I, I get it gets oh, going. It, man, I figured I, I I have like a tally. I thought I thought we'd be at more tallies by now for you saying it's coming home. I figured like that would be like every sentence would end with, but you know, it's coming home. Yeah. So nice. you know on on Snapchat when you can kind of like zoom out to the world and you can kind of zoom in on a city and just like click one and see what people are Snapchatting about. Yeah. I had to click on just I was just clicking today on random English cities to see how many videos were just you know <laughs> drunk English fans just screaming it's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. I mean, I saw the one of the It was exactly what I guy. thought it would be. Just riding the bus, like a double decker bus on the outside, and also like the second story of the double decker bus. So just casually on the outside of a second story bus, just with a flag. <laughs> that made news here as well. I mean, that's got to be the most patriotic thing you could do in England, right? Yep. Wave a flag off of the second story of a double decker red bus. <laughs> Get in a black taxi and uh, also wave a flag. Yeah, there's options. Yeah, take that black taxi to a red telephone booth, make a call. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw Facebook and Instagram, but uh, I changed my uh, profile picture to have the it's coming home border. I did see the- that. So the loons. News. News. So Franco Fregapane, he had been accused by Portland Timbers Diego Chara of making a racial slur during the Minnesota United Portland Timbers match. Gosh, was that a week ago? Over a week ago? It was two games ago. I know that. But anyway, the MLS basically concluded that while they said Chara's accusation was in good faith, that because there was no evidence confirming or denying the accusation, that there really wasn't anything that they could do. Fregapane continues to deny it. Minnesota United seems to stand by Franco Fregapane. I don't really know if there's anything more to add other than if he did it, I'm bummed he got off. Um, I hope he didn't do it. I'd like to see some sort of, right, like Justin and I are teachers. I'd like to see some sort of restorative conversation between the two. That's what we do in a middle school, but I don't know, man. Nothing yeah, much I, 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 I want to, I always want to believe someone that's uh, like accusing, right? Like when, when, right. when Chara said this, like he's got the track record, you want to believe this guy. It's just odd that Frag, like, I mean, that, that there is like an impasse, right? That, that Fragapane is denying it. Maybe it was, he thought he said something that was inappropriate, but it, maybe Franco didn't. I don't know. I, we just don't know a, a lot, I guess. Right. And yeah. And I, th- I think that's it. It's like anytime it comes down to like, he said versus he said, like, what can you do? Like, there's, there's not really much you can do. It's like, well, Chara said that he said this. Fragapane is like, no, I didn't say that. And then, cool. So, I mean, like, I guess, well, I guess the, the consequences, we know that Franco is going to be under a microscope from now on, right? Like, he can't, this can't happen again. 
And I don't like, God. frankly, I think Sam, you brought, you said it right. Like if this is, if this is who he is, like he shouldn't be on our team. Right. But also, we don't know if this is him. Sh- shouldn't we have known this before? <laughs> like, right. For sure. I don't know. I mean, I think as, I think we kind of have to give him the benefit of the doubt. As frustrating as it is in this country, you are innocent until proven guilty, which is what Adrian Heath said. And I know that that caused a lot of eyes to roll, but it is true at the end of the day, it is true. And I don't know. I don't not believe Diego Chara, but at the same time, we don't have any ground to say that Franco Fragapane for sure did it. And I think we just got to kind of move forward. I hope if he did it, that he does something restorative. That's that's all I hope. Yeah, we're not, we're not living in France here. We can't just hang people <laughs> for, <laughs> as guilty you, first. You made a text about that, and I didn't get that reference. You don't have to explain it now, but... No, so it's quite easy. Like, France has your guilty until proven innocent Oh, with crime. Okay. So you have to prove your innocence, whereas pretty much... Most other countries have innocent until proven guilty. Hmm. Yeah, that's what the France comment was about, because a lot of Minnesota Twitter basically went full France and started <laughs> like <laughs> telling, basically saying we should kick him off the team <laughs> like, and never, never play him again and all this kind of garbage. Dunno. In my personal opinion, it's garbage anyway. So, Don't know, man. It's just it's a complicated situation. And oh. I hope, I hope it's not going to be like that awkward. Wasn't it in the Premier League? Wasn't it Chelsea and Man U with like the awkward no handshake thing? Oh, it might not have been Chelsea, but it was definitely Manchester United. It was a few years ago now. Uh, it was like the the no handshake thing. Like when he, uh, it was, I can't remember who it was, but there was someone they went to handshake and then he just like avoided his handshake at the start of the game because there was something that was said in a previous game. I mean, that sounds familiar, right? And like, I yeah, but I can't. Various yeah. characters on Chelsea that would have engaged in that kind of behavior, but I don't know. Yeah. Handshake anyway. gate. I don't, I don't know. Handshake gate. I don't know. I don't even know if this is really worth reporting. There was a rumor that a 37-year-old Argentine striker, Carlos Tevez, was rumored by Argentine media to be headed to Minnesota United. Our good friend, Minnesota's 11, already denied that rumor on Twitter, said that his sources said that there's no grounds for this rumor. I don't know. I don't really think that this is news, but I thought it would be a good time to just ask you guys, how do you decide if a transfer rumor is worth your time? Yeah, just some just some unknown guy called Carlos Tevez. Um, has anyone ever heard of that guy? Like, sounds like he's done all right. No, I mean, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. 37, but he's he, did he had his day. He was Premier League. I mean, I think in this particular case, I think they just dumped him in with us because we're like Boca du Nord, right? So we have that many players. Why not like add another one, add another Argentine? But pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I think I think transfer rumors being worth your time is if like at least multiple sources report it. Or at least, like, there's an English version of the report that's not just directly taken from an Argentine or Spanish media. <laughs> it's probably a good one. And any kind of official, you know, Andy Greeter, that kind of style, is tweeting something about it. I think then it's a bit more worth looking at. Because just, like, one random article that someone's translated doesn't uh, 
make a transfer it does not yeah like and how many how many followers did this twitter account have right like that's another thing that i always think of if when i see especially when on twitter if you're seeing one of these rumors like is this first off is it verified which this one wasn't and like how many followers do they have do they have a big following like do they have some sort of influence if, if it's not the case then like i mean i could tweet that i could tweet <laughs> i could tweet that uh like who's Mbappe, right? Like he's gonna he's gonna be moving next summer or this maybe even this summer, like headed to the, headed to the loons, right? Like does that mean it's true? No. Does does uh, Ramona Bila post a lot of Carlos Tevez stuff in his Instagram stories? Yes. Does that mean he's gonna come play for us? Probably not. Besides, where where would he where would he play? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, he's yeah. a striker, right? So. We already have Hunu. We already have Abila. Langsdorf is on loan, so maybe we need a third striker. I don't know. Maybe we play 4 3 3 or 4 1 2 3. So, James, I know that this is your second season following Minnesota United, but we only do 4 2 3 1. <laughs> I've noticed. Oh, we, we, we did like one, we did one match where we changed it, right? Yeah. Occasionally it's something else. Like occasionally we'll throw in wing backs. Occasionally we'll do a four, three, three, but it's always because something, it's always because someone's hurt. And I mean, to be fair to Adrian Heath, when I play football manager, I also do four, two, three, one, because <laughs> it just leads to usually a lot of goals. <laughs> All right, guys. Also, when, games? Was, when was the last time we got a red card? Oh, Never mind. Not that long ago. Okay. <laughs> was, was that a joke or were you commenting on yesterday? I was commenting on yesterday, actually. And then I was like, when was the last time we got one? And actually, we got like two in 10 days in September last year. So, Yeah, I don't even really remember that. We got one against Houston when young Gregush was sent off at the end. Oh, we yeah. Against, we got one against Dallas 10 days before when Metnair was sent off. And we still won that game. I'm not remembering the Metonier one, but I really remember the Gregish one because Gregish was just being like pested and he finally lashed back out. And of course, yeah. he got carded immediately. I felt bad for him there. I mean, we also had two people sent off back in April 2019 in the same game. Gregish and Francisco Calvo got sent off against Toronto. That Calvo one was so stupid. Calvo, man, that was like that was like the time where I, I'm wearing my jersey while it happens to, and I'm like, God, what? It, what is this guy doing? It was bad. But, was that you know, his last game with Minnesota United? Was that his last appearance? Because then he was. I think that's was. I think that's what it was. And then he was mad that he got benched for it. It's like, well, you like created this whole thing. Like he, I think he got he got red card for like dissent. It wasn't even like. It wasn't like a football move. It was just him complaining so much that he got a red card. <laughs> and we're and we're losing. I mean, I will say cap- he's well, he's wearing the captain armband, and we're losing. And then he is arguing to the point where he gets a red card in the ninety-first minute, two minutes after Gregish gets a red card. <sighs> I mean, I will say, having scrolled all the way back to twenty eighteen, we're a lot better than we were in twenty eighteen. Like, you we think got, we got. F- <laughs> Like we got four red cards in like eight ge- in seven games, <laughs> so we're uh, we're a little bit more under control. So this game at Colorado, some injuries, some players absent in this game. 
Michael Boxall, he's out. He hurt his leg in the last game against San Jose. He's also supposed to be heading over to New Zealand for the Olympics, but apparently that's not apparently that's in jeopardy now because of his injury. So that's yeah, Michael Heath. Boxall. What a bummer, man. What a huge bummer. Yeah. Adrian Heath uh, commented that uh, he's probably not going to Tokyo anymore because of that, mm. which sucks. Baki Debasi apparently hurt his thigh. He was out. Ramon Metnier still in France getting that green card. And Dane St. Clair, not that he would have, we wouldn't have seen him anyway, but he's with the Canadian national team for the Gold Cup. So four players out. We did have a starting lineup, though. When do you guys want to run us through that? Sure. We had uh, Miller in goal. Defense on the left, starting from the left. Chase Gasper, Yuko Retalia, Brent Coleman, DJ Taylor. Also, shout out DJ Taylor and apologies for missing it last podcast. But it was your debut last time. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> good job, buddy. Awesome looked, job, looked DJ good. Taylor. Looked pretty good. Yeah, all bad. And hey, I didn't double check this to make sure it's true, but I'm pretty sure it's true because I would have been psyched if it happened before this. I believe DJ Taylor is our first active loon. Well, active or former loon to follow Pot on you loons on Twitter. Oh, hey. Ah. Shout out. DJ Taylor. Shout out. Man, now I feel really bad that we didn't even shout out his debut. Great. Did I not <laughs> did I not show you guys that? I was pretty psyched when that happened. No, you did not show us that, I think. Really? Unless I missed it. God, I mean, we have I so, I there's so many it. messages in that WhatsApp. Oh yeah. god, yeah, there's a lot of euros there's that so happened. Many. What what if I dreamt this, guys, and it didn't actually happen? And, <laughs> like people are gonna be double checking this now and they're gonna be like well, Dude. if you're listening, DJ Taylor, you should respond. You should tell us. You should remind us. No, no, I'm a day one. <laughs> Brilliant. So, midfield, we had uh, Ozzy and Gregush. Oh, no, Sam, you are right. I knew I was right. Uh, you can't see it, oh, but he definitely shared it to us. Thank you, DJ Taylor. Thanks, DJ Taylor. Shout out. Get, get everyone else following DJ Taylor. That's the important point. Maybe maybe we should get DJ Taylor jerseys. Maybe we should get Ooh. DJ Taylor on the show. Oh, if DJ Taylor comes on the show, I'll get a jersey. There's that. I think we all will. Yeah, I think. Be yeah. honest. Yeah. Wait, wait. Midfield had Ozzy and Gregorish. Just sidetrack. Uh, attacking midfield from the left was Franco Fragapane, Reynoso, and Robin Lodd. And striker was Adrian Unu. Guys, what do you think of... Um, Bulltrap and Hassani Dodson on the bench. On the bench. Being the bench warmers. First of all, James, way to ask the question that I wrote out for you guys to answer. (laughs) Also, I want to change this question to be, what do you think of both Bulltrap and Hassani Dodson doing a Jaden Sancho? (laughs) Just chilling on the bench. I I mean, they're they're doing a Jaden Sancho. Harry Kane's doing a Rom- Romana Billa. Like, is it? Is this the loons are coming home? <laughs> like, <laughs> similarity is staggering. I mean, like both Dotson and Trap have been playing well. Um, Trap has been great in our distribution, which was, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where to pinpoint where our problems were because just so much was off yesterday. 
Dotson has added a lot of energy, but I think there's a very good track record of Ozzy and Gregish working great together. And I think that there's always going to be a level of a rotation with these four in the midfield. So I think no matter how great someone's playing, I don't think anyone should overreact by someone being on the bench because you got four very quality players. Yeah, and I think I said that in the WhatsApp as well. It's like I'm perfectly fine with rotating players because if you look at the schedule, it's going to get very crowded in the next couple of weeks. So I'm fine with resting people now. Justin? I can't I can't add more much more that's already hasn't already been said. I mean it's great to have rotation. It's great to have uh, Dotson be available to be that super sub role that we grew to love him in last year. Like to have that versatility to be able to call on him late in the game. Same with Trap. You know, I mean, that's if you flip it around. That's probably what's that's probably what Ozzy would do, right? He comes in late, um, or that's what he has been when Trap has started over him. Um, I don't know if Jan's ever gonna be a guy off the bench with that DP tag. I just don't think that I think I don't know if he's guaranteed a spot every week, but I feel like Adrian likes him enough. I don't know. I think he's the guy that's going to be the stalwart. And then the other three guys are going to kind of rotate with that last spot. Do you think because we're playing Dodson as a super sub, do you think that hurt his chances for the gold cup? No, uh, no, I think, I think we're a lot higher on him. I mean, I mean, we are high on him cause he's our guy. Uh, but I just don't know if, like, looking at the Gold Cup roster, I don't know if they need a Hassani Dotson. Uh, they kind of have a lot of guys that already kind of do what he does already that just weren't available for the Olympic qualifiers. But I would, that being said, I think that Hassani could be, I mean, he's he's going to be a Team USA guy moving forward. It's just, he's still pretty young. He's still figuring it out. Another thing to remember about the Olympic rosters, too, is that the Olympic rosters are much smaller and Hassani Dotson is so versatile that I think that that made him extra attractive towards gaining a roster spot on the team. We're big Hassani Dotson fans. We believe in Hassani Dotson. We loved watching him during the Olympic qualifiers. I find it unfortunate he's not on the Gold Cup roster, even though it's for our benefit. Yeah, like Justin said, I, I hope that he just keeps, keeps it going and finds his way back into the US men's national team. Yeah. Can we also talk about the fact that we made five subs for a second game in a row? <laughs> yeah, but like the fifth one was only because who limped off the field? DJ Taylor. He cramped DJ up. DJ Taylor. Oh, our guy. Yeah, I mean, so they made it they made a comment that it was like he hasn't played all year and then he he plays he played a ton in our last game, and then, and then, like, whatever, 90 minutes, man. 90 minutes, he was cooked. Which, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. So, Hayes was on the field for, like, 30 seconds, but I don't know, man. If we're, if we're going over the game, we can go over this very quick. So, first half, not a great <laughs> half. Uh, and move on. <laughs> Colorado definitely looked better. Wasn't that fun to watch. But at the very least, it looked like we would go into the half 0-0 until the 45th minute when Galvin had a nice goal. And then instead, we go into the half 1-0. 
And we just assume, right, because in the last game, Adrian Heath was pissed at halftime and he goes into the locker room and fires them all up and throws a chair or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that didn't happen. And while I was excited for a lot of changes into the second half, second half, still not much. Okay. Then in the 65th minute, Abla comes on for Hanu. In the 76th minute, still nothing's really happening. Finlay's on for Fregapane. Dotson for Alonso. Hansen for Ludd. But then in the 81st, Andre Shinashinki, he pretty much assists himself a goal, and now it's 2-0. And then in the 86th minute, apparently Abla got a red card because he slow motion like punched a guy. I don't even totally get that. That was so dumb. I mean, he shouldn't do it, but what a yeah. dumb red card. I don't card. understand. Like, also, everyone's just standing there. Like, no one even thinks it's a red card. Colorado literally aren't even protesting. He did. Just he, like, the guy did do the thing, though, where he acted like he got shot. So, yeah. Like, one guy, like, the one guy next to, like, them, who's a Colorado player, kind of, like, did a kind of, like, uh, ref, are you going to look at this? And then I think Chase was, like also protesting like ref he's just gone down like super easily and that was it and everyone was just waiting for the free kick and then they're like oh you know what yeah we're gonna look at this and then we're gonna send him off for violent misconduct i think was the official red which is like sure you don't punch They, they don't even know if it was punch by the way it could have been open hand because it's actually like quite difficult to tell even after watching the video like 25 times like I did. Yeah, but whatever. Still. I mean, Abela shouldn't have done it. But yeah, total over-exaggeration on the part of the Colorado player. But I don't know. I It's a spicy rivalry, by the way. It's getting there spicy. Was, there was, yeah, there was, a, there was a Twitter thread that I was reading. And there's a lot of uh, red cards and uh, like fights and brawls. And yeah, it's a spicy... And then, yeah, 92nd minute for anyone that was still watching. Hayes leaves the field. (laughs) Looks like a hamstring injury. I don't know. I didn't double check because who wants to look back at this game? It looked like a cramp to me, Sam. Cramp? Okay. Yeah. And that's Taylor Taylor leaves the field. So Hayes leaves the field. Or no, Taylor leaves the field. (laughs) (laughs) Who's on first? (laughs) <laughs> who's on first <laughs> what's on second just can't believe that's the second time this week that that has come up who's on I first? genuinely yeah it's the second time i've heard the who's on first meme come up this or the video come up this week do people I across just, the pond even get that reference yeah it's a baseball thing yeah but you guys don't watch baseball yeah but you know Occasionally it happens. You guys have like cricket and there's like wickets and stuff. Yeah. We we, we get the reference. What's that like flat bat called? You mean like a cricket bat? Yeah. Yeah, a cricket bat. Oh, that's it? Sam. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sam. <laughs> Did you know that, Justin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have a baseball bat. We have a cricket bat. It's not. Uh, when, 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 when Michelle and I went on a, we went on a cruise, there was a couple moments of downtime where we were on the boat moving around and we didn't have like cell phone reception. So we like put on the TV and I watched cricket for the first time ever. And like, I got kind of into it for a little bit for like a weekend. Oh, 
I'm proud of you. But just trying to like, because I had no access to the internet, I couldn't like look up rules. And even to be <laughs> honest, once I did look up rules, I still doesn't make a lot of yeah. sense to me. But watching cricket just as a casual observer, knowing nothing, it's just a very bizarre, you know, like performance art piece, in my opinion. You know, like well, that, that was that was enjoyable. Imagine imagine that, but also like a non-American watching baseball for the first time with like no also no reference, right? Right. You just like so some guy throws the ball and some other guy makes hand signals behind, and there's another guy making hand signals. And there's some dude hitting things and running, or he can't run, or he hits it and he doesn't run, or like sometimes he just walks, or he gets hit, or he swings and he misses. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of hand signals and things that go on, I making mean, no sense. Yeah, but I mean, the hand signals are like a little bit more advanced than just like baseball 101. Cricket, like, I lived in. England for a semester and I remember watching cricket at the park and having two English people trying to explain what was going on and I still have no clue what was going on. Fair. I I don't also, know. So what 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 kind of cricket were you watching Justin? Were you watching that's, like That's the other thing. Is there's multiple kinds of cricket. I like was you watching have, I was watching you have like one kind of cricket one. that lasts like a few hours and then you have like one kind of cricket yeah. that lasts like a week. And then, and then yeah, it made me, it made me James. I, then I watched the, the short ones, whatever those are called, like sevens, not sevens, 2020. Is that what it is? 2020. Yeah, yeah. Something weird. Yeah. There's, there's, um, there's three types. There's 2020. There's that, 50 over or what you call like one day internationals. Yeah. And then it's like the, the spicy, match. like, Oh, this is what's going to make cricket mainstream. And then I think they had, yeah, like, that was, that was 2020. Yeah, yeah. They've had, they've had highlights on ESPN. I don't know if it ever caught on. It obviously hasn't. Um, but I was watching the one. Yeah the all day one with like just stupid scores. And like, that was the first part for me. It was like, they're winning by 200. Just, just be done, man. Why, why are you guys still playing? You know, or some, some aggressive. Cause you're chasing down. Change. Like imagine like you got nine innings of baseball and then the other team had nine innings of baseball, like all in a row though. Like that's what that is. Ugh. <laughs> Like you, you just do all of your actions on one side of the field at once, and then the other team does all of theirs at once as well. That's what it is. It's quite simple. They should anyway. just play baseball. No, Sam. <laughs> cricket was first. You should just play cricket. Sam. <sighs> you can't like reverse invade with the sport. That's not how that works. <laughs> I, I want to. Can I? Can I say the next part, Sam? Sure. What is Minnesota United? Nobody knows what is Minnesota United. Are we good? Can we score goals? Okay, that one. That one's definitely a no. We don't score a lot of goals. Yeah. Uh, we are the uh, joint second worst team in the Western Conference for goal scoring. Uh, we are joint. Wor- we are joint second worst with Vancouver who only have two wins and the only team worse than us is Austin and literally four of Austin's goals of their 10 goals. And we've only scored 12, four of their 10 goals came against Portland. God, remember when we started the show and James thought he was a Vancouver fan? Yeah, that was terrible. (laughs) I'm glad that I'm glad I was showing the light. I mean, we obviously started the season with a four game losing streak and then 
we had a seven-game unbeaten streak, which included four wins and three draws. And then we just dropped, like, the most boring game in recent memory, a (laughs) 2-0 loss against Colorado. But, like, if we had a seven-game unbeaten streak and then lost 2-0 to Colorado without that four-game losing streak to start the season, I don't think we'd be that upset. So, like, we knew, like, when you go on a streak, you know it's not going to last forever. The fact that that streak ended, if we're being rational about it, as long as they rebound nicely, I don't think we should feel any worse about the team now than we did prior to the game at Colorado. It's all about, though, how they respond to it. And unfortunately, we have we don't have a game this weekend, so we have over a week until I think it's the 18th when we play Seattle, which is a tough one. So it's all about how we respond <laughs> against Seattle. If we respond nicely, I don't think our opinions on Minnesota United should change at all, right? Even if it's a draw against Seattle. But if we just get thumped by Seattle... Again. Again. Then, right, like, I don't think we're MLS Cup contenders. I don't know. What do you guys got? Yeah, this game is definitely going to be the... This next game is going to be kind of like, you know, it's going to be the indicator for what the rest of the year should be. Right. Or at least, I guess, I don't know. Soccer is weird, right? Like things can change. But at least for the time being, like this is going to be our biggest matchup. And they're the team that wrecked us, like you said, beginning of the season. Um, and they, they're the best team in, in soccer right now, right? So if we can't, or be- best team in MLS, if we can't compete with them, <laughs> the best team in soccer. That's that's the, that's that's the NFL in me, right? Like I, all the other American yeah. sports where if you're the best in America, you're the best in the world. The World Series, where only we play. Yeah. <laughs> but, World but Champions, think, where it's only us. <laughs> they're, they're they're super good right now. So if we can find a way to get you know a draw, you know hopefully a win against them, I think that that's gonna that'll be that'll make me feel good. It'd be just nice to see some more offense, though, man. That was just ugh. What a just what just a bummer of a game. With 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 what we assumed is like oh we got we got the whole the whole crew up front's back right like all of our missing pieces were defensive pieces you know we've got we've got everybody we want in the front and we can't do anything yeah and I mean Seattle now has the MLS record for most games unbeaten at the start of a season uh, with thirteen so you know that plus fifteen goal difference we'd really love to score some goals against them even i would like i would perfectly happily take a draw but man they, like you got we just got to work something out on offense man like there's no way that a team that scored 36 goals in a covid affected season where we played 21 games we're like over half that and we've scored a third of that total right and back in 2019, when we had a full season, we scored 52 goals and we've played like a third of the season and we've managed 12. We literally have one goal a game, which is garbage. So I don't know what we got to do. Like, I don't know what needs to happen. Maybe we call Foster Longstorff back from loan and stick him up front, but <laughs> this- you can't I, have four people that good and not be at least creating something. So, so this How is many what, what, did we have. 
one seven. Of, one of the things that I said, sorry, I'm talking all over you, James. <laughs> one of the things that uh, we said in the chat or that I brought up in the chat is like, I, I think a lot of it comes down to Ray and, and I don't know. Is Ray a hundred percent? Because if Ray is a hundred percent right now, I'm sad because Ray looks like poop right now. I'm not trying to swear awful. like James. He just doesn't look good. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ray. Like, we love your work most of the time. Yeah, he hasn't had the season that he had last year, even though he came late last year. But he also is getting, like, hacked up like crazy. Like, the opposing defenses are focusing on him, and they are they are just on him. But he's getting, but he's getting like dispossessed, like one, like one v one. Like guys are just, guys are just running up behind him and stealing the ball. Like that is something he that happens every single game, where he's just like he's dribbling, like trying to attack by himself, and the guy will just go whoop and like just kick it out from underneath him. Like I've noticed that, right? Like I don't know, just just little things. He just doesn't look as finely polished as he did last year. Like last year, he just looked, he looked like he was in a class of his own on that on the field. You know, and, and, and that's not what it is this year. Like he's not, it's not like, wow. Like, remember that last year? Like every time he touched the ball, you were just, you were like, what's going to happen? And ah, that is not the case for me right now. So maybe the bar is just a little high in my head for his play, you know? Cause I mean, he's not, yes, he is getting a lot of attention obviously because of what he did last year. Uh, but man, he is just, he's not rising to the occasion, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully he does something like whether it's this rest before our next game or if we need to re- like, I would much prefer if we just sat him for like three or four games to make sure he was right than have a suboptimal Ray for like the rest of the season. Cause it's, it's going nice. to be rubbish. It's going to be rubbish. He gets a week and a half though. Right? Like he's got a little yeah. break like here. He's going to have some time off. Hopefully like, so we'll see how he looks in the Seattle game. If he's, if he's playing. Speaking of playing games, we got some games this week. We do. That are not Minnesota United games. We do. The Copa America final, Argentina versus Brazil, Saturday, July 10th at 7 p.m. Justin and James will be texting each other about it on our WhatsApp group, and I will be at the bachelor party. Actually, James will probably be sleeping. I'm not sure. Uh, let me, let me, uh, yeah, it's 2 a.m. That's not going to happen. You don't care that much about Argentina and Brazil? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, oh, it's Sunday, 2 a.m. No. <laughs> I mean, I might watch a replay because it's actually on TV here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, right? Like, if it's a good game, watch it. If it's, if it's like a clunker, you know, you don't have to, right? Well, all I need you to do is not tell me the score. All I need you to do is put in there clunker or watchable (laughs) there you go that's it you know what let's make that a deal because i'll be at the bachelor party maybe that's what i watch during cc's nap the next day yeah justin you're you're our eyes and uh clunker expert here you'll just have to remind me because otherwise i might just i just might you know just talk about everything (laughs) this penalty shootout was amazing like damn it justin (laughs) But then speaking of penalty shootouts, <laughs> oh, my God, I hate penalty shootouts. But I, so I, I, I hope that Sunday, July, I mean, they're entertaining. They're just England. They're nervy. Uh, but Sunday, July 11th, 2 p.m. 
it's either coming home or it's coming Rome. Yeah, that I've seen that the hashtag like not only with that that hashtag is a lot out there. I know, and I'm and I'm sad about that because that's our thing. Get your own thing, Emily. <laughs> uh, so I don't know who he was, but whoever whoever commentated on the Denmark game, uh, he he was a, he was a British guy, and he talked about he was like he was just like I I'm not a fan of this. That this this it's coming home because it's the world's game. It's not England's game. Like he was very, very like like just like why why are they doing this? Because it's not it's not England's game. It's the world's game. Well, I hope his citizenship has been revoked. Yeah, <laughs> uh, seriously. I, I, I mean, Casper Casper Michael said it right though. I mean, like, has it ever been home? <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh my god! Wow, jokes on him because <laughs> he lost, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, he had a point. The Euros have never been home. I mean, I saw a great thing that was like, imagine you know, England leaves the European Union and it just pops back to win the trophy and then take it was, back. Home. Is Boris going to run on the field and grab it? Like he's gonna, like he's gonna be the guy that hoists the the trophy. God, I hope not. <laughs> I tell you what, that that is genuinely one thing I will really miss is if they win. Like, I would want to be in England for that because, like, Monday is going to be a total write-off, basically, for, like, 90% of English people, <laughs> whether we win or we lose. I Don't mean, you work, do you work with people from England, England right? Yeah, right, I'm not sure anyone's going to be. I'm not sure I'm going to be. <laughs> you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like you all are going to be in a similar condition on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he wants to be there. He wants to be in the middle of it. Like, yeah, I get it. Like friends going to pubs and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my god. I just... <laughs> now, is there like, an English it would be so travel? Like, loose. could you just go to England right now yeah. if you wanted? Um, no, because I have to quarantine for like 14 days or something. What about you just get in the, like get a, like just get like a boat and just 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 boat there? Can you do yeah. that? <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about no, that channel? I still would have to- Doesn't that channel still work? Just drive through the channel. <laughs> drive through the channel. Like you still have to be quarantined. It's not you don't get to escape that. But uh hot air balloon. <laughs> just parachute in. Uh but no, the atmosphere would be insane. I'm excited. Two PM American, two PM Central. Yep. Nine PM for my uh, European viewers, 8 p.m. for UK. Yeah, we don't have a lot of those. It's pretty much just you and Carmen and some random Dutch guy that keeps showing up on our plays. <laughs> Thank you, random Dutch guy. Thank you, random Dutch guy. We haven't figured it Thank out. Thank you, Vel. But... Thank you, Vel. But I can tell that you're there. <laughs> yeah. U.S. Men's National Team. Also Sunday, July 11th, 7.30 p.m. They kick off the Gold Cup versus Haiti. On the 15th, they play Martinique and then Canada on the 18th. Of course, in that range, Dane St. Clair and Canada also playing those similar days. And then Minnesota United is not back until Seattle. They host Seattle on Sunday, July 18th at 1 p.m. There is a very good chance that both Justin and I will be in the house, but we will not be together. Justin will be with his dad by that red seat, and I will be... He doesn't get the red, he doesn't get the red seat. It's going to be somewhere in the building. Hopefully okay. good seats. 
hopefully good seats. Justin will be with his dad in hopefully good seats, and I will be somewhere with my wife, who um, is very pregnant and does not want to be in the Wonder Wall. So we are going to just get tickets somewhere else in the stadium. <laughs> that looks you got to use like that coupon, Sam. You got to get that. Yeah, uh, use that voucher, buddy. I got to use my voucher from last year when the home opener was canceled. So yeah, and guys, it's it's eight p.m. Central European Standard Time. Yeah. So good chance. I'm actually out for the day, naturally, uh, which I never do on Sundays, uh, <laughs> to, to uh, go visit uh, my girlfriend's parents who will be on holiday elsewhere in the Netherlands. So I may have to be uh, very antisocial and sit in the front seat of the car watching the loons game. <laughs> there you go. Man. With a probably not very happy girlfriend. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do what Carmen wants. You can always watch the replay later. It's just, it's too I'm, bad. I'm like, this is 15, like the maybe. one time. This is I'm like the one. 15. I was just going to say, this is like the one time you could uh, join up with Jeremy Rushing and do Pulse Loons. Right? I actually, legitimately, I almost tweeted that at him. Uh, yeah. But then I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to A, watch yeah. the game or B, be back in time. Because I was like, what time are we? I was like trying to scope out the situation. I'm like, what time are we like heading? Like, what time would we be back? Like, when are we coming back? What's the plan? I'm like, the tweet was literally there for me to tweet at him. And I was like scoping out the plan with the better half. And then I couldn't come up with that. I would definitely be available. I was like, ah, well, but there's a chance later on in the, uh, later on in the, in, uh, in August, actually. There you go. Well, because, you know, there's a couple of 4.30 a.m. games. I can get up for that. Boom. Yeah, actually, that sounded perfect. That's that's what I love about watching the Premier League over here. So, well, guys, if football comes home, James wins the pool. If football comes Rome, Justin wins the pool. Either way, we're going to have a good time with that Euro final on Sunday. And then, man, I'm excited to get back into Allianz Field on July 18th. Even if I don't Justin. run into Justin, it'll be a good time. What's up, James? Justin, this is great. Every time Sam goes, we have a draw. Perfect. <laughs> this is totally <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with this. We will not get Wonderwall, but we will not get a loss. Yep. Get in there, Sam. Yep. Get that draw. I'm doing everyone a favor right now. <laughs> or get a Wonderwall. Oh my God. That would be a great wonder wall. I would FaceTime Cameron during that wonder wall. <laughs> also, you know, we got to score goals for that to happen, but I'm, I'm excited. We got to score goals eventually. So guys, until next time, pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Peace. Peace out. Peace.